I'm gonna say something a lot of people might not like. He was enjoying himself. But as soon as the cameras came on, at certain points he'd act all sheepish and all scared. I actually really like Matt. I got on with him really well. I thought he was a good dude. He had good intentions. But what you see at the end of it was the real agenda come out. And even though they found themselves enjoying it, even though they were sharing stories, enjoying my car, when you saw the post-edit and when you saw the, the agenda coming out in the final interview, that's when I was like, Matt, this hurts, mate. We were good to you. We lifted you up. Everyone was on their feet cheering for him when he went into the ring. Tristan gave him a hug afterwards. There was some brotherhood there and he would have felt it. And if he hears this, Matt knows that his life is lacking. He was getting a taste of what it's like to act like a man with drive, with discipline, with brothers who care about him. But then the leftist narrative took over and he had to paint it in a negative way. He had a good time there. This, this whole concept that he was scared or intimidated, we were sitting around joking all day. I was with them the whole time. And, and you can see it. He's a deeply unhappy, unfulfilled person. everybody welcome back to the Dima podcast it's Neela and it is Adi so what's up family what's up is Andrew Tate is back and before you guys come for me and go find our older episodes where I contradict myself and I'm like I'm just not an Andrew Tate fan let me just start by saying I've become a fan now the misogynistic I still stand by it, but that's every Middle Eastern man. That's every man, in my opinion, honestly. Like, you guys have your misogyny, even yourself included. You don't see it. You say things sometimes, and I'm like, that's the misogyny in you. But I think it's just like a man stigma, whatever. It's like your thing. You guys have your viewpoint, viewpoints are your viewpoints. Andrew Tate, okay? We have our feelings on this guy. He went to jail. He converted to Islam. He did an interview with Vice, and now Vice is behind the door with a box of chocolate, and it ain't happening. <laughs> And it ain't happening, Niels. Okay, to answer one thing, I also want to go back and apologize to the Fresh and Fit podcast. I'm going to give you a reason, right? I've seen more clips, and I'm starting to understand what hit pieces are and what clipping is and how you get clipped. And even with the misogynistic Niels, if you listen to what he's saying, if you go and actually listen to Andrew Tate or you listen to some of the with Fresh and Fit, and, like, the only reason why I hate it on Fresh and Fit because, like, the way they treated the girls are like, get the fuck out. Nah, like, nah. Like, that's it, nah, nah, there, ain't, there ain't no cutting there. What do they call it? Hit? What hit pieces. Hit pieces. But that's, We've like, documentary We've watched the episode, bro. They treat women like <laughs> Granted, the, uh, the demographic that they're bringing in and the type of woman and all that are, you know, I'm not... I stand by women, okay? I am a feminist, but I have my reasons on... The the way they handle things too and same with andrew tate i mean there are certain things that i agree and disagree with what he says but overall i think he's a changed man <laughs> That's what why is that with bald guys lately bro yeah. like i hate that i'm attracted to bald men but yeah so basically andrew tate basically makes a new video he releases it and he talks about matt shea the vice guy who basically came into the tate's world in romania and then kind of went against the grain and created a hit piece on them when they kind of like trusted him to have their best interests, right? It's like you invite someone over your house, they kick back, you you eat with them, you drink with them, and then they leave and then they go talk behind your back and then spread all of your, you know? So that's what he kind of did. And I guess this guy had the cojones to call Andrew after the fact. He was like, hey, Andrew, I know we have a bit of history together. And Andrew was like, what what makes us what makes us want to do another you know documentary or whatever another interview with you 
I can choose anyone in the world. Why you? And he goes, Matt Shea, the vice guy, goes, because we have a history. Problem is, Matt, everyone on the planet wants to interview me. So the question is, why would I choose you? Because we have a history. We have a history of you doing dishonest journalism on me, so I would choose you. Hmm. Interesting. Any journalist that you speak to is going to ask you the similar questions as the ones I asked you. I have no problem with your questions. Questions are not a problem. The reason, the, the reason that I want to do an interview with you, and of course you can do an interview with anyone you want, and you know that's entirely your choice. I'm just you know one of the many people asking you, I guess, but we have a history and we got cut short last time. I think we'll get like numbers and stuff like that because they do have a little bit of a history because he backstabbed Andrew and the Tate brothers, which Tristan called out from the jump. Sometimes I might not see what's in front of me, but Niels, you might see right through it. And sometimes you gotta listen, right? Andrew's like, did the interview, it went south, and now he wants another interview. So then he goes, yeah, sure. Bring me chocolates, and then we'll do your interview. I'm gonna think about it. That, that's true. Would you would you bring me a box of chocolates? I can bring you a box of chocolates. If you promise to bring me a box of chocolates, that will increase your chances, and I'll give you an answer within 24 hours. But you have to promise me, Matt. Don't lie to me. Bro flies all the way from wherever the he's at for the BBC, not with Vice, because I guess like Vice is going bankrupt. They filed for bankruptcy, but I heard as of today. Vice is getting bought out for 400 million, which bails them out quite a bit. It wasn't what they were worth before, but whatever. So he was going to conduct the interview for the BBC. It makes sense. He might be an independent contractor. That's how some of these journalists are and stuff. And then he flies all the way over there, stands outside the door. And what made me like confused is you flew all the way to Romania, bro. Tate's assistant or colleague or whatever walks to the door and says, hey, give me the chocolates and then you'll have your interview. But bro is saying no. Cause he's like, I'm, we both know you're a smart guy. Like he's not gonna come out. Like he, I think he knew in the back of his mind that it was all just cap. Hey guys. Again? Yep. Do you have the chocolate? Yeah. Okay. Can I have the chocolate? So, so I can... the, look, obviously what we don't want is to give you the chocolate and not do the interview. But like also I get it, right? Like he, he like, played him in the beginning he was very hospitable welcome him into his house and his own brother to your point was like red flag red flag but like he still allowed it put himself on the line gave him that personal interview and all that stuff just for it to be spin to paint him out to look like this person or whatever um charges against him all these type of things which is like a big deal right and just for him to come right back and be like yo another interview like for what of course he's gonna play him like that anybody rightfully so like that's just not how you handle things i think in that professional space and that's where it gets tricky because people will do anything for clout and likes and views and entertainment and like for the best of their product and pro platforms and like apparently this guy is like seeing through that he's like nah that i don't need you and like you spin me out to be this bad guy everyone actually does like me here we i was talking about him and here i am now saying i actually like the guy you know i like whatever it, it is what it is but i think that to your point like he knew back he was like it's not happening he's not coming out don't give him the just give him the chocolates bro but i'm that's what i'm saying i'm like what else do you have to lose they said no four times they said give the chocolate and you'll get your interview and you're saying no if he walks out here and whatever but it's like you flew all the way there to you're romania just, yeah you're just gonna not give the chocolate 
Who cares? Just give the chocolates. You might have a sliver of a chance, even though it wasn't happening to jump. He knew. He was a smart guy, you know? But at the end of the day, you spread a hit piece, which also I don't really know if it was actually Matt, that guy that did it, or like their editors. Like he might be the guy like getting the information and the interview and the questions, and then it gets passed on to the editors, and then they edit it the way Vice wants to edit it. So you never know. But I'm sure you he's know? a product of, his, he, uh, of his, exactly. his platform. Like you got to know what you're doing. Like if you see things being spinned around and you're so okay with it, you're going forward with it. Exactly. You know? I understand there's a thin line like in that industry where your name is on the line and there's contracts involved and all this stuff, but... Same with, like, the No Jumper podcast when they put Housephone on the line. Like, you know, he knew what he was doing, and Adam, and, like, he still allowed it to happen. Yeah, and I don't even think that the the prank, because this is, like, a prank to me. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, like, it is, it is. Andrew doing this is actually too funny. It's, like, the worst that got out of it. You got a paid trip by your employer, which I'm assuming is BBC. They paid for your flight. And you could just go travel Romania for a little bit and then dip home. Because, <laughs> bro, at the end of the day... Millions of people saw that Vice documentary and it painted Andrew and the Tate brothers to look crazy when they trusted you again. And that's what the conversation leads to. It's like second chances. Do some people believe in them? Do you believe in second chances? Like I've had opportunities where I've given like multitude of people second chances, bro. And then they you over again. I believe in second chances, but when it comes to your, your character... And potentially, like, your persona being put on the line to millions and thousands of people and being painted for something you're not. I'm not speaking about Andrew Tate. I'm, like, genuinely speaking on my own self. Like, if that were to happen to me, I personally don't know that I... I'm not... I'm definitely not someone that holds holds, uh, grudges. I struggle with that. Like, I will still see the good in you no matter how much you do me wrong. So I'll, like, have love for you. You know, I won't be your friend like that anymore, but I'll, I'll forgive you to move on. But I definitely will not allow that person in my life the same way, you know, like I'll, for my own sanity, let it go. And like, it is what it is. But I don't know if I'll give you a chance to be in my life that way again. So second chances to an extent, right? Like we give second chances all the time. We do to people. But like when it comes to your personal character being ambushed, I think that's a big, big one. And if it's like warranted, you feel me? If the second chance is warranted and you made a mistake, right? And you're just like, dude. I messed up. I didn't know that the editors were going to spin in that way. I got played. Bro, let me write this wrong. Then you think about it and you're like, all right. But if you know this cat in the back of it, what would piss me off so much, if I knew in the back of your mind, I'm kicking it with you, having a great time, sharing information, whatever. And in the back of your mind, you're a slithery snake. That's basically getting all of this information with an ulterior motive, then I'm just like, ain't no second chances, B. Because that's creepy. That's like sociopathic, right? Like you're kicking it with the ops that you don't with just to get information. And that's creepy. That means like you have a hidden agenda and you're that type of person. And you're not truthful, bro. Yeah. And when you're not truthful with people... You're burning bridges. You're burning bridges. Also, his approach the second time, I think, like, why would I do another interview with you of all people? I think, like, because, hey, we got we brought in good numbers together. It's like it's not to approach it in a sense where, like, listen, I know it went the wrong way. Let's re let's reestablish. Just come correct this time. It's like, no, let's run the numbers again. You know, I could give you good numbers, vice versa type. So, like, condescending in a way. It is, bro. And yeah. he does not, Tate does not need, don't you, need bro. It. He's the most influential person damn near in the world right now. It blows my mind, bro. His, like, at least for me. So, I don't know what people's thoughts are with Andrew Tate, but I've had a shift in my perspective on him. Just like, and, and not to be biased because he converted to Islam. Yeah, I love that. I think it's beautiful because, obviously, we practice. But I think in a sense of, like, 
he went to jail, he kind of got hit hard, you know, all these things. Again, I don't stand by a lot of the things that he says in terms of, like, his, his beliefs on women and that, and that ground and that space, but and that's most men. But in terms of his uh, how he's kind of turned it around, it's been kind of nice to see. But did here's the thing. But did he turn it around? You're right. Maybe this was who he always Listen, was. Listen, bro, because I've seen this algorithm. So I'm in a family group chat, right, Niels? Mm -hmm. And it's basically all sports related, right? It's the cousins and stuff. We're all, and Boring. half, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, I'm so sorry. But half of the chat. <laughs> This is a solid balance. It's a solid balance. But like half of the group chat is Lakers fans and half of the group chat is Warriors fans. Oh my okay? God, how's that going? It's hilarious. But <laughs> what I'm getting at is now my algorithm, bro, is purely showing on TikTok and stuff, Lakers stuff, like how awesome the Lakers are and stuff. And then like two, three weeks ago, it was all Warriors stuff, bro. And I'm seeing the pseudoscience with the algorithm and it painting. So if you're a straight feminist, you're going to get Andrew Tate videos that are like, Andrew Tate is the worst misogynistic. You're going to get based on your likes. But if you're pro Andrew Tate, you're going to get like his wisdom and like good stuff that he gets. Bro, like again with the fresh and fit before I would look at Andrew Tate stuff. I'd be like, eh. And then now I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, it's all pro Andrew Tate. I'm just like, this can make people like stir crazy bro and they can like one person will believe one thing based on what they're seeing and one person will believe something else based on what you're being pushed every single day in your feeds bro it's, it's scary it's scary and that's not just on the social media front it's on your regular day-to-day -day news where you capture your like propaganda on like if you're a hardcore conservative republican this is all you're seeing is like liberals are doing this and blah 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 and then if you're like on the opposite if you're left like it's like the you know they literally spin per audience it's wild it's scary and that's how you divide you know and you have like this catastrophe like in between in one nation like it's exactly how that happens is they need to pin people against each other and they do that obviously in social media technology can pit people against each other bro i had this whole idea on this whole red pill community and then when i peeled the layers back i'm just like okay again like to your point they have said stuff that are really sus also and i get it but like no, there are certain things even fresh and fit very, i do not align Tate, with i've seen it too yeah, i've seen Andrew it too Tate, right yeah. and i I'm, I'm agreeing with you i'm just playing devil's advocate but i'm trying to like peel back and be like well how the do we have cnn saying one thing and then you put another tv and you have fox news and they're saying the complete opposite thing and you're just like this is crazy it's like honestly dividing us from within and now people are not watching CNN. We're watching YouTube, we're watching TikTok. And it's the same deal, bro. It's even worse on there. It's even worse. It's like scarier because the impact is so much stronger. You have like unprofessional people who are not even like well-versed in the space of vocalizing anything. It's so easy to pop off on there. So, and go viral also. And now there's like TikTok, mini, dude, TikTok. mini hit pieces on TikTok. Yeah. They're not like, 12, 15, 20 minute documentaries, they're a 20 second video that got cut up to make you feel a type of way to push their agenda. I've been having a hard time with TikTok lately too. And um, also not just those hit, it's the the click, the sound bites too that they do and like the clickbaits, click, I mean clickbait is a thing, it happens all the time, but it's, it's scary to think about how something can be spin. But again, back to the Andrew Tate, like I think that it's an interesting way to see his like wave of life and on this vice, I mean, I think I would have done the same. No, you're not about, you're gonna fly 23 hours, give me a box of chocolate, and then ain't no interview happening. That, because like, why would you disrespect someone to that level, bro? They welcome you into your home, and like, whether it was on you or your, on your organization, I don't care. 
I, I think agree. at the end of the day, like, it's just what's right is right, you know? Yeah, and it's like he could have done you way worse, brother. Yeah. You yeah, know, really, like you're in his hometown. In, in front the of way they were looking at the cameras and he's just getting a massage. <laughs> that was hella funny. Yes. That was hella funny, Nils. Wow. Where can they find us? YouTube.com slash the Dima Podcast, TDP. We out. We out.